This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. They tell over a story about a fellow who's traveling on Amtrak on the train, sitting, minding his own business, a businessman, thinking about his business going, coming from something of importance, and all of a sudden... He sees a man get on the train, looks very disheveled, looks lost and confused. He tries to talk to him. Can I help you? Can I do something for you? The fellow ignores him, says, leave me alone. No one can help me. I don't want to talk to you. My life is so complicated, I don't even want to get into it. This fellow seems to be a nice guy, tries again an hour into the trip to make conversation with this seemingly homeless looking fellow. And every hour he goes through the same conversation. Do you want to talk? No. Goes again. Finally, towards the end of the trip, the fellow says, I'll tell you my story. He says, I was a young kid. I was a teenager. I used to dabble around in electronics. And I finally created and came up with something very ingenious, some invention that I patented. And I made a lot of money. A lot of money. And at that time, I disconnected myself from my parents. I decided I don't need them anymore. They were an inconvenience. They were a trouble. And I disconnected myself. I divorced myself, so to say, from my parents. I got married. I had a child. And I was living a great life. My parents tried reaching out to me, but I didn't want anything to do with them. They were an annoyance and an inconvenience. And I was living the life. I had money. I had a wife. A child. Life was great. And then one day I met a guy, he came over to me and he told me he has a great investment for me. I can make a lot of money overnight in an investment. And foolishly I invested all my money with him. And a few days later I realized how much of a mistake that was. This was a terrible scheme. I lost all my money, I was broke. My wife left me, she took my child, and I was all alone in this world. Not a penny, not a family, and nothing. I was homeless eating out of the garbage dumps. And one day I find myself on a park bench and a fellow says to me, what is going to be with your life? He says, I have nothing I can do. He said, why don't you reach out to your parents? He said, my parents, I kicked away, I pushed myself away from them. How can I go back to them now? He said, do you have a better option? You're going to die on a park bench. So he decided he was going to write a note, a letter to his parents. And he wrote the following letter to his parents. He said, I am going to come traveling through your town. And at the train station near closest to our house, if you want to reconnect with me, put a small white flag on the tree. This way when I come through the train, I'll know that I should get off the train and try to rebuild our relationship. But if there's nothing on the tree, it means you don't want to talk to me anymore. It means you don't want to connect to me and I'll just keep on going on my path. So he turns to this fellow on the train. He says, I'm about to get to my stop, but I'm too scared to look at the tree whether or not there's a white flag there. Can you look for me and tell me what you see as we come close to my stop on the train? So this kind fellow looks up and says to this poor fellow who's having a very difficult life, he says, you know what I see? I don't only see a tree with a white flag in it. I see an entire white cloth decked over that tree. His parents wanted him back so badly. They didn't just put a small white flag. They decked out the whole tree with a white cloth to show how much he wants him to come back. 
I think this beautifully tells us what we're supposed to be feeling as we get into the mood of Slichas. HaKadosh Baruch Hu desperately wants us to come home. He wants us to reconnect to Him. He wants us to have a relationship with Him. We think we're so far gone, we've done so many Averis, we so are distant from Him, we can never come back. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying to us, that's a mistake you're making. I want you to come back more than you think. I want you to come back. I want you to just step up and come. Return back to the relationship we once had. And that's what these Yimei HaSlichas are. The days of Slichas are us trying to, sever, trying to save a severed relationship. Trying to forge a new relationship after we've gone through so many months and days and hours of misbehavior and disconnect from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Perhaps now we can shed light on the famous question we talk about almost every year. Why do we start Slichas on the Masih Shabbos? What's the connection to Shabbos? And the answer is very, very simple. What is Shabbos all about? Shabbos is our, our unity with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A guy is not allowed to keep Shabbos. Only Jews are allowed to keep Shabbos. Shabbos is when we have our closest bond with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, right after that bond, we say to Hashem, let's rebuild it. Let's grow on this bond that we have. Even though we sinned, and even though we distanced ourselves from you, and even though we kicked you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, let's bring back that bond that is there because we're children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just like every parent, no matter how much his son or daughter does something to hurt them, they'll always be welcome back. Kosh Baruch Hu says, please come back. And come back right after Shabbos, because Shabbos is the time where the closest to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we have that bond specifically during this time. Maybe that's why we can also understand why Slichus is so difficult. We're asked to get up at early hours in the morning. It's hard. Probably one of the hardest weeks of the Jewish calendar is the week of Slichus. Slichus begins at very, hour, very early hours. This year we have many days of Slichus. So there's two ways we can look at Slichus. We can look at Slichus as a daunting, scary, tiresome experience. And we can catch every single day up to Rosh Hashanah how tired we are and how little sleep we got and how a bad mood we're in and how much more coffee we need to drink. That's one attitude. But I think the more correct perhaps productive attitude would be thinking to ourselves the opportunity we have to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem said, listen, I'm willing to reach out. You got to step up. You got to do something. So what, what are we going to do? We're going to come and give up a little sleep, give up a couple of hours, and I'm not belittling it. But at the end of the day, this is our attempt to build a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We've done a lot wrong this year. We've done a lot of things that we're not proud of. A lot of things that made us not in the grace of HaKadosh Baruch but he says, it's okay, I'll, I'll forgive, as long as you're willing to go a little bit out of your comfort zone to try to rebuild this relationship. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is thinking at his hand to us, and we have two choices, we can either slap it away and say, not interested, I don't like the hours that you're setting for me, or perhaps we could say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, yes, I'll grab it, I'll take it. So yes, we will be tired, there's no doubt, but if our attitude is that this is our opportunity to rebuild our relationship, this is our opportunity to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We should grab it. We should run. We should be excited to finally have an opportunity to fix all that's been going on for the last couple of months and really in the last year since our last unique gathering with HaKadosh Baruch Hu before Rosh Hashanah. And perhaps now we can understand an unbelievable comment from the Mepharshim, some Rishonim and Achreinim. They point out that the recitation of Slichas is even more important than learning Torah. 
We're always trained that the most important thing, the most valued thing in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch was the study of Torah. We can't do anything greater than that. However, if you look in the Chidah, his Berke Yosef and others, they point out, yes, of course, Torah learning is the most important thing. But the reciting of Slichas during this period of time even beats out that. And if a person has a choice to either learn or say Slichas, it's more important, it's more significant that he says Slichas. The question is why? I thought we were told that learning Torah is the greatest thing in the world. The answer is, of course it is. But this is not the focus of this time. The focus of these days is to rebuild a severed relationship. We need to get favor in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch We need to show HaKadosh Baruch Hu we realize what we've done. We realize how far we are. We realize how disconnected we are from you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the way we do it is by going back and returning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the tefillahs and the slichas. We're not saying slichas. We're asking for slicha. We're coming to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and asking, please forgive us. We've sinned. We've done wrong. This is not just lip service. Leib Chasman pointed out, you don't say slichas, you ask for slicha. We're coming with a request from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please forgive us. That's what slichas is every morning. We're coming on every day, starting again, please Hashem, forgive us for all the mistakes and our shortcomings. And when we open up the slichas, we say a very strong comment. We say, We're coming banging on your door, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like poor people, what does that mean? We have nothing to offer you, Hashem. We have no rights. We have no privileges. We don't deserve anything. We're coming and begging of you, please take us back. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his chesed v'rachamim is taking us back. But if we don't pound on the door, if we don't knock, if we don't show up, then we're definitely not going to have any access to the melech, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what we think about every morning when we push ourselves and fight the tiredness of the morning Whatever hour you say slichas, it's going to be earlier than you've been getting up the past week. And it requires mesiris nefesh, requires work. But like everything in life, it all depends on your attitude. If your attitude is, oh, I got to get up early, I'm going to be so tired now, then that's the way you're going to feel the whole week. And that's going to be your Rosh Hashanah. Your Rosh Hashanah is going to be summed up in being tired and kvetchy and angry that you had to get up earlier this week. But if you look at this week of slichas as an opportunity... A great opportunity to be able to rebuild a very severed relationship. To come to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and beg him and say, please, I've done a lot wrong this year. I've done things that angered you. I disappointed you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I did not live up to your expectations. And I'm sorry. And I feel bad. And I have genuine remorse. And I want to be a better person. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, okay, let's work on it. I understand it's difficult. Gemara tells us in Sechaz Rosh Hashanah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a system. When Klai Yisrael does Averis, say the Yud Gimel Midas, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will look at that, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will value that, and He'll forgive us. One of the major components of the Slichas is Yud Gimel Midas, Hashem Hashem, Karach HaVachanon. That tefillah can only be said, B'Tzibor, Tzadavah Shebekdusha. Because when we come together as one, and turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and say to Him, we want to be better, we wish we could be better. Please understand our shortcomings. Then our chances of forgiveness are much stronger. The kayach of slichas is together as a group. You really can't say a lot of the slichas as an individual. It's only when we come together. They point out that the gematria of Atem Nitzavim is the same gematria as Lamoid Leslichas, give or take a letter or two. 
What's the connection between attendance of him and slichas? The answer is when we come together as a tzibur, that gives us the best chance to succeed. Our slichas done together is what's going to make a difference. And that's why the Yud Gimel Midas is done b'tzibur, and that's why we come together as a tzibur. And we're mechazik each other. We're all tired. Everyone would rather be in bed right now. And t- Monday morning and Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning and the rest of the week. But if we're mechazik each other, and we create a, a coil, we create a, a sound, make it loud, the slichas, where we feel like we're really making a difference, like we're really beseeching our Kodesh Baruch instead of just reading words to be yoitzet, to move on to the next step. Kodesh Baruch will see that we mean it. It's real. We internalize the words of the slichas. We're feeling the slichas. We're living the slichas. Mr. Shem Baruch should see that, that we're giving up a lot of sleep. But that's because we value that more. We value the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch more than a couple hours of sleep throughout the week. Mr. Hashem, we should be zeicha to say the slichas, to live the slichas, to get slicha as a tzibur together. We should grow from it. It should be the preparation for the Yom Adin. Mr. HaKadosh Baruch Hashem should accept all our slichas. He should see how, how bad we feel, the remorse that we have the drive and desire to reconnect to him. And he should give us the siyat of the shemayi to make it a little easier. Perhaps maybe this round slichas won't be as tired. We'll be able to manage on less sleep. Mr. Hashem, we should be able to dive in the right way, be mispal the right way, we should talk to be zoicha, that all our tefillah should be niskabah for ourselves, for our family, and for all of Klai Yisrael.